Hi guys, welcome back to yet another real life revelation with your girl, Lakeisha, and truly only by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Today is obviously the stretch part two. Are you seeing others move forward and you're not necessarily sure how to move forward yourself? Rather that's in your relationship, rather that's in your career, rather that's in your attitude, rather that's just breaking free and going to the next level. Are you even questioning if God could lead you out of it? Rather, that's your mindset. Because you're, you're looking at others and you're saying, mm, I don't even know if that's God in there. Like you're literally looking at them and wondering if God is moving them forward. But by doing so, you're now taking your eyes off of him, the one who is sincerely waiting to invite you on the move with him. Well, here today, we will take our eyes off of others and place them on God. Just as he is moving them forward in their business, in their careers, in their lives, in their relationships, in their marriage, he is waiting. He has extended this invitation to you. I am personally inviting you to listen in. And by doing so, by the revealing of this word, you too can move forward with God. Now, as I mentioned Today is stretch part two. We are here. We did it, Joe. We did it, Jehovah. <laughs> we really did it. Um, now, the stretch part one was really just a stretch. I did not know that I will be coming back and God will still be revealing um, himself stretching us, you know. And yeah, but before I get into it, I do want to share with you the the daily devotion but before i do that i will pray father god we thank you for another day we thank you for another podcast we thank you for another revelation we thank you for just your ability to to blow our minds with your understanding not even with your understanding with the capacity that we can understand because your understanding surpasses our understanding but just thank you for allowing us to understand on the level that you want us to to even be in your word to even be seeking your face to even be listening here and breathing is a blessing so i just ask that you show up and show out holy spirit i invite you here i invite you here take over me more of you and less of me I ask that not only as I am delivering the word that was revealed to me, but God, may you blow my mind with a a deeper understanding in the name of Jesus. So it's Friday. It is October 21st. First of all, the year. Truly, where has it went? Like, I mean, it's gone. Like, it's goodbye. (laughs) It is Friday, October the 21st, and we're here again. So the daily devotion is coming from Matthew 6, verse 19. I'm reading from the NLT version. It reads, don't store up treasure here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal it. What I always believe that while God is revealing a word for me to just meditate on a day, He's also speaking to me about a particular place in my heart with the devotion. And naturally, you know, because God is just God and he he works in ways that we would never understand. As I read my daily devotion, which comes from the Bible app, 
And I made it my personal daily devotion because it's something that I know that God uses to speak to me throughout the day. And this very much shows shows me and tells me that I should never store up treasure. And it, it brought me back to my mind where the 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 um master went away and he gave his servants um different talents or a different amount of money and told them to invest it. You know, where are you investing? You know, what are you doing? And while I'm speaking on this, Holy Spirit is saying there's people out here that don't see God in the the little things. And when I say the little things, because if it's not, it, God is so big, like he's so big. And the little thing means finances, um, entrepreneur, like they don't literally see God in such a way. So far as investing, he's saying, don't store up your treasures here on earth. Don't store it up, invest it. For me, don't store, don't keep your word to yourself. Put it into this podcast. Rather, there's one listener or one billion listeners. Do not store up your treasures here on earth. For for the moth will, they will destroy and the rust will take it over. So when I'm, when, you know, whenever God, you know, a billion years from now, maybe like 200 years from now, when God sees fit for me to come back home to him, I have not just stored everything in my my notebooks. No, by his grace, I have been able to get on podcasts and to on on this platform and be able to share his word. I don't know if it's you, but you can see God in in all areas. I don't know if it's your finances. You you have stored up money. God is in 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 shares and hold like he's showing you. This too will pass, but what will you what will you gain once you store it up? What will your children come after you? What what will what will your grandchildren that will come after you have? Don't just store it up here. And I'm sure it's not just about, you know, obviously you said don't store it up here on earth. But what are you doing for the kingdom? While you're investing in these things, what are you doing to let the kingdom know, to let the angels know that, you know, I'm here. Like, I remember apostle or prophet is saying, like, you have to let them know that you have to take time in prayer so that they don't just say, oh, well, I don't even know you. Like, you haven't even taken time. Like, allow you. Please have a face card in heaven. Like, you know, build up your face card, build up your 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 attendance in heaven so they can at least know you, you know, when it's time to go back home. So, yeah. Holy Spirit just took me there. So I don't know where you're keeping God out of things. I don't know where your mind, the belief systems, the things that you have been brought up in, um, or even your family, your family bloodline, whatever they have believed in for such a long time that is keeping you from seeing the God of the creators in heaven and earth, from seeing him so big and so mighty for in all of these, in all and everything about life. That you're like, mm, nah, he's not in it. He's saying, do not store up here on earth. Make you, make yourself known in heaven. So, yes, the stretch part two. Yesterday, by God's grace, I learned so much. We, just a quick recap. We learned about how we have to um, check ourselves. God will reveal ourselves to us. We cannot... Be a believer in God and in Christ and then doubt him at the same time. His disciples, as we read, were following him. And they he asked them, how will I feed these thousands of children or people, these 5,000 people? 
excuse the, the, the trash can. It's trash day. Literally, we're taking the trash out today. Um, out of your mind, <laughs> out of your spirit, out of your soul, so that you can move forward, so you can be stretched. Amen. Um, but yeah, he's like, how I'm going to feed them? And his disciples, the one that believe him, the one that are following him, clearly. So I don't know what's going to take months for us to be able to feed this many people. Yeah, no, bet. All right, I know where I'm going to have to work on you at. We're going to stretch you. Fast forward, after he did his his thing, after God provided and, and showed up and showed out where there was more than enough, even Bassius full left over. Um, he went forth. He 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 went past that situation because he's greater than every situation that we're in. Um, and they they then um, the disciples went to the the sea, you know, to look for God. To I mean, to look for Jesus, and he wasn't there. But the sea did, like I said, it did not stop them from going forth and saying, "All right, bet." Well, he brought me here. I know this. I knew the next point where we were going. Not just gonna see here. They the disciples got no the only boat that was there, the vessel, and went forth. All right, so now today we're reading John 6, chapter 22 to 26. And the word reads from the NLT version. <laughs> the next day, the crowd that had stayed on the far shore saw that the disciples had taken the only boat. And they realized Jesus had not gone with them. Several boats from the land near the place where the Lord blessed the bread and the people had eaten. So when the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor the disciples were there, they got into the boats and went across to Capernaum to look for him. They found him on the other side of the lake and asked, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. You want to be with me because I fed you, not because you understood the miraculous signs. Going forward, 27. But don't be so concerned about the perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the Son of Man can give you. For the for God the Father has given the seal, have given me the seal of his approval. Amen. So as you can see. In the beginning of 22, the next day after God has revealed himself as the provider, um, his disciples are now seeking him on the, the, the ship. And he revealed himself um, on the water. You know, if you, you, you have to go listen to the, the last stretch part one. But now the people that he has fed, physically bred to, are now looking for him. And so as I was reading it, I wrote, I was like, after Jesus performed this miracle with bread, not only did his disciples search for him, but also the ones he fed. These people stood at the shore, not being able to go further. I stood at the shore. I stood at the thing, my faith, not being able to go further because I doubted God in particular areas of my life. I stood at the shore because of my attitude wouldn't allow me to go push deeper into God. I stood at the shore of between, you know, my next level because I didn't believe that God could provide for me financially. Maybe you, you have to put yourself in your situation in the word. And I wrote, they had no vessel because the children of God had already took what was available. 
I'm going to pause there because it reads, The next day, the crowd that had stayed on the far shore saw that disciples had taken the only boat and they realized Jesus had not gone with them. And while I'm reading the Bible, I highly recommend you guys get different versions of the Bible because I'm reading NLT, which kind of like gives me a clear understanding of what the KJV is revealing. But I do understand that the KJV is highly anointed. Like there's words in there that really changes the, the perspective of the Bible. I mean, of the word and the receiving of the word. But the messenger, the messenger uh, version also gives those a deeper understanding that is not quite understanding the NLT, the NIV, KJV, or the Amplified, the Messenger version. They call it the ghetto version <laughs> because it's really just straight up. Um, mercy for real. It's still a version of a Bible. And I, and I just want you guys to know that there's different versions out here that gives you um, and allow you to understand the word of God. So... The KJV version um, in chapter 6, John 6, verse 22 says, The day following, when the people which stood on the other side of the sea saw that there were none other boats there, save that one whereinto his disciples were entered, and that Jesus went out, went, Jesus went not with his disciples in the boat, but that his disciples were gone away alone. So I realized that, well, they realized that Jesus did not go with them. Because they were standing on the shore. They were not amongst the people. See, maybe sometimes we look at other people and we say, Jesus can't be in them. Or God can't be working through them. Because we're being spectators of who they are. We're just looking at them. We're looking at their situation. We're looking at who we known them to be. They were just amongst us. But who's to say that they wasn't already in the presence of God? That's why they got on the boat. They their faith was was with God to the point. Granted, they didn't have the faith that granted God had just revealed. Jesus had just revealed to them that their faith needed to be stretched, but it didn't say that they didn't have faith. So these people that are standing at the shore are looking at the disciples, the believers go forth with God with towards Jesus. But it says that they realized Jesus had not gone with him. We cannot be we cannot be to the point to where we look at people and I'm thank you, Holy Spirit. He's even getting to me. I cannot get to the point where I'm looking at someone and saying, Oh, God cannot be with them. Truly God is with us all. But we sometimes get too like holy than thou, I guess, or we put ourselves on a pedestal, I guess. Lord have mercy on me. Um, and I repent if I do such a thing, because I do in unknowingly. But it's showing us that we may not we should not look at others and, and be spectators and, and judge them. Although what it looks like that Jesus is not on that boat is not to say that God is not with them, leading them to the Messiah. Wow. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I also wrote that they assume he went before them. They are followed. They, they, they assume. So not only did they see that Jesus wasn't with them. But they they said that the disciples had taken the only boat. So they realized that, okay, well, they're going to they didn't see Jesus on the boat. So obviously 
Jesus is went before them. Jesus have went before them. Like they assumed that he went before them. They didn't see him on the boat. It says it. But they then in the next verse says several boats from uh, Tabriz near the city. Several boats from Tabiris landed near the place where the Lord had blessed the bread and the people had eaten. So while the, the next day they, you know, the, so first, boom, let me just pause. The day that the miracle happened, the, the people stood at the shore. They stood at their unbelief, their doubt, and they are looking unto the disciples moving forward in their vessel, whatever vessel that was that God had given them, whatever thing, business, relationship, whatever it God had gave them to move forward and closer to him. The disciples got into it and went forth, but the people were just sitting, looking at them. So the next day, this is where they see several boats had a, appeared. So they stayed at the shore. They obviously was at the shore. They came back into the presence of God and they noticed that God provided boats. There were boats provided. And then the place where the miracle happened. So when the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into the boats and went across to Capernaum to look for him. They got into the boats. They got into their 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 attitude. They got into, they grabbed themselves and got into it, their business, their, their relationship. They pay more attention to it. They allow God to reveal themselves. So they got into the boat, the vessel that would take them closer to Jesus. For me, I got into the co-parenting partnership with my father because this was an area that I was keeping away from God because it was like no way that God can do such a thing. Right. Or even with my finances, no way that God could do such a thing like. And maybe for you, relationships, your mother, no way God can change her, no way that. Your your child can come back to you. No way. Like you're putting these things to God. But here they got into that boat. They got into that thing. They were like, well, okay. Well, obviously it's not going anywhere. So let me put myself in it. Let me let me bring God in it. Let me allow the presence of God to, to move me closer to him. So they entered into that vessel. And they went and crossed to Capernaum to look for him. And as I mentioned yesterday, this was a place of... um. This was a place of comfort, right? So now they're not they're not only they're not just spectators anymore. They're not just looking at people saying, "Well, how are they moving forward in life? How are they growing in life? How are they overcoming these obstacles? How are they moving forward?" They they're not doing that anymore. They're not looking at the disciples. No, they're getting into whatever is around them. They're allowing God to get into and provide for them in a way, you know, to show up in that in that situation. You know, they took the boat, they took their vessel and and put it on the sea. The sea which was the thing to stretch them. They put their business on the the uh, in God. They put their business out in faith and it was like, "All right, boom. I received that Holy Spirit." They put their business out in faith. They put their their uh their self out in 
faith when it comes to that relationship. They're 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 moving outside of their set. They're getting out of the mindset. Well, if they didn't do that, no, I'm not doing that. They're not nice. I'm not nice. I'm gonna give what they give. No, they they put themselves out there to look for God. For because looking for God means that you know He's gonna show up. So before I go forth, I wrote perhaps they wanted to follow Christ. But they didn't have a vessel. They didn't have any means or understanding or even a Bible to get them to Jesus. But this was yesterday. This was yesterday. They looked at the disciples move forward because one, there was only one boat. So maybe for us, we're looking at it. Well, I hear everybody talking about this God, but I really don't understand. And um I don't even have a Bible and like, they're just like, oh, well, I guess I'm just not going to go forth. Like, you know, they didn't move because they didn't have a vessel. They didn't have a person to, to remove themselves out from themselves, be kind, show love and break things down. Maybe you are attached to that soul, that person, your mother, your, your, your friend, your baby, your baby daddy, or your baby's father, whatever you, however you, you know what I'm saying? However you feel about it. You, maybe you are the one, your cousin, your friends. Maybe God has you in that situation for a reason. And he's waiting for you to let him move in your life. But that was yesterday because today, oh, there were several boats. Today, there was there were several means of understanding. Today, God allowed those disciples to go forward, to remove themselves from themselves so that the people that are looking at them can also move forward. Let me slow down. Today, God allowed me to get out, out of myself and allow him to explain his word. To break down his word, to see others the way that he see them, to remove my selfishness, to remove my bitterness. Today, oh, I'm not just at the shore anymore. I'm on the sea. I'm out here like, Lord, take me where my faith has no borders, where my feet could ever wander. Wherever you shall call me, I'm, I'm going like, I'm pulling up. I'm spinning the block for you. <laughs> I'm literally spinning the block for God. Like, and this is with all flaws because I'm not perfect, but he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. So there's nothing that this world can do or say to keep me away from my father. So yesterday, we're not looking at yesterday anymore. We're not looking at the fact that we we sinned. We're not looking at the fact that we fornicated. We're not looking at the fact that you may have stolen or you may have hurt someone or you may have experienced rape or you may have been the one to rape you're not you may have killed somewhere we're not looking at yesterday these things these things the enemy uses try to use because no weapon formed against you shall prosper the enemy tries to use these things to keep you away from the almighty god yahweh adonai but little did he know <laughs> That yesterday is not is not today. God has given you a new day, a new dawn, a new a new way of thinking. He has brought someone to you to break down his word, 
so that you can see him in the way that you need to see him so you can get off of the shore of spectating off of the shore of doubting him off of the shore of either your your salvation or damnation like it's it's bigger than us so anyways <laughs> god is truly bigger than us so in verse th- 23 i wrote that the miracles they you know the thing that the vessel that showed up was in the place of miracles you know they said that the boats had showed up in the place where God had provided. So I don't know what miracle you feel that has come upon your life. Don't be taken by that miracle. Okay. Don't be so sown into that miracle that God has blessed you with finances, that God has blessed you with the business, that God has blessed you to connect with someone that you never felt that you would connect to again. Rather that is just off the strength of forgiveness and wanting to move forward and, 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 and make things better. Or that job, like you just knew you wasn't qualified and God qualified you. Let's not look at that, that miracle because God just chucked you. He said, let's not look at the bread. Let's not look at this bread because this bread too will perish. Or did I not get that far? Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> Let's not look at the things that will be perishable. Because truly, God is not the blessing. He's the blesser. He provides for you. So let's not, let's not just look at, let's not idolize the things that we can do with our own hands. Let's have a good heart, a good vision. That's what Tirabas t- means good vision good heart let's be centered in the ways that we do and think let's not get let's not get distracted by the miracle okay so when the crowd those who were looking for the guy looking for jesus the one who did the signs and miracles noticed that jesus wasn't wasn't there or wasn't like i said they thought that jesus was not with the disciples they were stagnant so the thing about most people not all people but when we look at other people and we assume that God is not there, that situation becomes stagnant. That place where maybe God has called you to save that soul is now stagnant and is not moving. The business is now stagnant because you don't know if God is in it. You don't know. You're not trying to you like things where, where pretty much when we start to doubt God, things then become stagnant. Maybe people see your life and notice that God is moving you forward and you're not returning to your old self so that then it inspires them to move forward and see God in you. So maybe you're not the spectator. Maybe you're the person that's actually, I, I've been redeemed. I'm kingdom business, kingdom about it. And now you're looking, now they are looking at you because now God is using you as an image for him to win their soul. So let's not, let's not, let's look, let's not allow our our minds and our beliefs and our little old selves, because truly we're only mere humans and 
the creator who created literally a floating massive ball of matter like when i think about god and his goodness i'm like literally you have a floating ball of massive matter in space where in that massive matter planes are flying in the air cars are floating on the road because you have created friction because you have created gravity that pulls and lifts and keep things moving when we get outside of our little brains and start to think on the goodness of God we are then allowing ourselves to see who this God is and you're probably thinking like who is this God maybe this is your first time listening you probably think like who is this God she's talking about I'm talking about the father of the father the one who sent Jesus so when we have to we have to be able to differentiate the gods out here because there's the big G, the only G, and there's the little G's that we, that people, not we, that some pick up, carve out, don't know, and is very limited. <laughs> but see, our God, he was in the beginning. He was, he was creating the beginning. He is the beginning. It was like him. And then he's like, all right, let me create the beginning and the end while I'm at it. And so then I can speak it forth. Like. I can stay here so long, but I got to move forward. So then they found him on the other side of the sea. So these people came from there spectating to like, all right, if God can, you know, if he, he provided a boat. Jesus, you know, obviously there's a boat here that wasn't here yesterday. There was there's a vessel here. There's someone willing to speak into my life that wasn't here yesterday. You probably thinking like. All right, I took the initiative to, to bring God to these people. And this wasn't me yesterday, you know. And so now you're getting on this boat. You're trusting in God. You're, you, you know that you won't be put to shame because you're truly in your word. Hence, get in your word. And now you're, you're out here looking for God in your situation because they were looking for Jesus. So what I say, when you look for him, you will find him. And verse 30, I mean, 25 says they found him on the other side of the sea. They found him on the other side that stretched them. That thing, that character, that bitterness that you're like, OK, God, I'm going to let you get in it and walk on it. And I'm going to trust you while I'm out here on the sea looking for you. I'm going to trust you in this relationship. I'm going to trust you in this marriage. I'm going to trust you in this business. I'm going to trust you because I know that you're going to show up. And he showed up on the other side. Of dropping your beliefs, dropping your desires, dropping what you thought that you wanted. And now that you ha- you're seeking the heart of God, you now was like, all right, let me let me let me change and let me do these things. Let me become more loving and s- selfless. Now you're on the other side of who you used to be. From spectating, now you're on the other side of things. And when they found him on, on the other side, the stretching, the other side resembled, you allow him to stretch you, pull you away from what you knew to the unknown. And they asked, Rabbi, which means teacher, master, when did you get here? When did you redeem me? 
How did you even take hold of me and my situation and bring me out? Jesus answered, you are not seeking me. Hold on. Because he pull up real, like, look, he read you and let you know straight up, like, you are not seeking me. You're not looking after me because of my, 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 my power, my, my, my miraculous signs and wonders that through the father, I'm able to show to reveal to you so that you, and I'm only revealing this so that you know who I am so that you then become aware of what I can do for you far more greater things than just feed 5,000. But no, you're not after that. You're after the perishable things. You're after the, the money, the cars, the clothes, you're after the food. He He's speaking on food because the, the food, mind you, you know, if you go back and read your Bible, he's speaking on the food because this is what he this was this way. This was his way of capturing their attention because clearly these people are now out here on the they're out here on the other side <laughs> of what they knew. And they're looking for him. But he was like, hold on. Let me tell you something really quick. You're not out here looking for me because of what I revealed to you. You're out here for the perishable things. That food that I gave you. The food that I gave you was it was perishable. The word says. I tell you the truth. Verse 26. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. You want to be with me because I fed you. Not because you understood. Not because you understood the miraculous signs. But don't don't be so concerned about the perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the son of man can give you. Pause. Father God, I pray right now that we break, that you break every chain of, of idolatry, oh God. Anything that we have attached you to, money, cars, clothes, food itself, people, jobs, degrees, children whatever it is god may you break us free from that oh god so that we can then seek you and see you move in the way that you want to move and receive you not only are we seeking you but may we receive you with our whole heart in the name of jesus because clearly he read them he knew what was up he said don't be so concerned about the cars and the clothes and the business booming and don't be so concerned about you getting married. Don't be so concerned about you getting that house that you, that beautiful house that you want. The word reads, seek ye first the kingdom and all things, all things, all things, all things will then be added. Seek ye first the kingdom. We we only hear as humans, then all things will be added. But no, when you're seeking the kingdom, you're then spending time in your word. You're then becoming more knowledgeable about the God that you serve. But doing so also invite the Holy Spirit in so that you can build a genuine relationship with your God. Because he knows the posture of your heart. So if you're just seeking him and saying, all right, so I invited you here in this business. So like now when I'm going to get this milly. Like now when I'm about to boom, like now, then he's like, no, for I'm slow to bless you because I don't want you to fall. This is the word. And I'm actually paraphrasing it. That God, I mean, not slow. He's not slow to um, blessing you, but he's being, he's showing long suffering. He should, let me, let me find this really quick so that you guys don't think that I'm, I'm making stuff up out here. 
in these podcast streets. In these podcast streets. God is truly moving. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Mercy for real. Holy Spirit, help me. Okay. All right, all right, all right. All right. Okay, I think it was actually Monday. Forgive me, guys. I I just know it's really important whenever we have the word... back in us thank you holy spirit um the lord this this comes from second peter verse three the lord isn't really being slow about his promises as some people think no he is patient he shows long long suffering for your sake he does not want anyone to be destroyed but want everyone to repent so going back to what i'm saying is let's not get caught up in the things because you then feel like, okay, yes, boom, I'm seeking the kingdom. I'm reading my word. He knows the posture of your heart, meaning he knows what you're thinking. He knows that your your main reason is that, okay, if I seek God, then my business is going to boom. But not if I seek God, I then am revealed to, is then revealed to who I'm truly, who God is and who I truly am and who I can be in him and who he's, who he's called me to be and who he is in general and how big he is. Like I literally get up. And understand only by the grace of God, only by the grace of God that boom, I want to get up and read my word because not only does this word help me throughout my day and is my tools for the day, but it also reveals to me how God is perfecting my heart and how God wants to move and who God is and, and how he moved in those times and how he's still very much relevant today. Seek ye first the kingdom, because when you seek first the kingdom, You then, for me, I don't know about y'all out there, but for me, I then become so mind blown into who he is, my faith, things that are not grounded and not rooted in him. He then grounds it, my faith. Then it's like, all right, bet I'm not even focused on what will come out of it. I'm focused on the one who is sending me because when you focus on the things that he's called you to do, the outcome itself is already in his hands. And so even when the weapon is formed, it will not prosper. Even when fear comes to your mind, even when that thought said, why are you even, bruh, you don't even need the word of God. Like, bruh, you already got the money. Like, bruh, you already popping. Like, bruh, like that is the voice of the enemy. And I rebuke that voice in the name of Jesus because that voice knows when you come into the presence of God. <laughs> oh, all hell is loose. Literally. Hell cannot stand in the presence of God. Our knees shall bow. So I'm just here by the grace of God to be something sweet in your ears and let you know, like, it's real life revelation in the word. Real life, like real life revelation. And God is truly just showing his people that if we just humble ourselves and pray, that's what his word said. If my people was just humble themselves and pray. He will then show up. You know, we just have to pray. And so as as I was continuing to read this word, I just thought that the way that 
God is showing himself to be not only a provider, but he's like, I'm going to provide for you, but I'm always going to, I'm always going to stretch you because there's levels, you know, once your mind is, see, see the thing about these little G's, I don't, you know, I know for like, for me in the past, I think like with Sage and Tarot cards and they can only do but so much. And you know, the thing that the main thing that they do, they cause confusion, cause confusion then you become attached to confusion but you know what the word says that God is he is not he gives you peace that surpasses all understanding so when you have peace you're then not confused like these things are like mercy for real mercy for real so but when Jesus answered them and said that you're only looking for me because you're not looking for me because of what I can do for you and how I can help you and how I can change your life. No. Wait. Jesus is saying you're not looking for me. How I can change your life. How I can redeem your mind. Redeem your soul. Break you from lust. Break you from these demonic attacks. No. You want to look like you kingdom. You want to look. Like, I ain't trying to argue with you. I'm happy. He ain't saying leave me alone, but he's saying I ain't trying to argue with you because I already know that you're looking to me for what I can give you. And so the word reads because we have to stay with the word. Nothing less, nothing more. Don't be so concerned about these perishable things. I ain't trying to argue with you about this food that I'm giving you. Don't be so concerned. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the son of man can give you. For God, the father, has given me the son of God to seal of his the seal of his approval. And what this is really saying is. As you release one, don't be concerned on perishable things like I mentioned, clothes, money, cars, booming business, food, actually food, um, because these are all perishable, but spend your time actually listening to podcasts like this that brings the word of God, that who is truly growing and know that I have never yet arrived because if so, and when I do, by the grace of God, I will be with my father. Um, read your word. Most importantly, get you a Bible. Like I said, my Bible app literally for three, three years, four years now has n- literally not hit a day of under bringing revelation to what I'm experiencing or the when I look back at it or I think back on it at the end of the night or during the middle of the day I then say wow you literally just provided me a tool for the day rather I succeeded at using it or failed at using it. he showed me that his word was always a tool for me get you get some friends maybe 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 God maybe he has you in a situation where he needs you to be isolated so that you can he can he can mold you and refine you and purify you and 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 concentrate you. And maybe that's just a season where you need to be in your word and you're studying, you're praying, you're fasting, fasting away from food for a certain amount of time to seek him. 
Sometimes, much like the, the people that were looking for Jesus, we have to get out of, we have to get off of the shore, off of our comfort zone, out of our comfort zone and seek him out of the way that we used to think, out of the things that were taught to us and be open no matter who is bringing it. Because sometimes we miss our blessings by the people that are bringing it because you feel just like they seen Jesus as a carpenter. You feel, oh, oh, and that's next. That's that's next episode, God's willing, because if you continue to read, that's what's happening. These people saying, well, you're just Jesus. So first of all, who are you? Like, you need to show me another miraculous sign because this is what happened for my ancestors. So let's not get caught up in who's bringing the word, but more so what the word is revealing about you. Because what I've noticed when I spend time in my word, it is a mirror reflecting me. And the word said, don't be like a mirror where you walk away from it and forget it. Don't walk away from your word and forget it, but and forget it because this is truly how you will succeed in this life, in this on this earth. It's gonna be the way that even when weapons are formed, that it will not prosper, and the peace that surpasses all understanding will be your portion, and surely goodness and mercy will be able to follow you. Because today the word says, do not store up things on this earth because, wow, do not look at the perishable things. Wow. Because it too is not the purpose of this life. The purpose of this life is to seek ye the kingdom. The Bible stands for basic instructions before leaving earth. And I learned that through my prophetess Leslie. Thank you. Shout out to prophetess Leslie. Um, Yes. Like. Let's get in our word. Let's get in our basic instructions before leaving this earth. So I'm going to leave it there. One more point. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So as they, when they arrived and they got there and they crossed the, they, they, they crossed to the comfort to look for him. They got into the, their, their, the presence of God where comfort is, where peace is. And they found him on the other side and they went across and asked him, how did you get me here? They realized like he, he really just gripped them out of, out of what they knew, right? When you realize that God, Holy Spirit, help me. When you realize that God has a hold on you, do not fight it. You know, when you fall, get back up. He says a righteous man will fall seven times, yet get back up. Do not allow the enemy to cause you to think that. Because you fail or because you never even tried, that is not a perfect time to try. Because right now, if you're listening to this and you know that you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is your call. Pick up the phone. (laughs) Say, hey, God, what's up? I know it's been so long. Thank you for keeping me. Even In my disobedience, even in my sin, you have kept me. Your power, your strength, your mercies have kept me. Thank you. I repent from all sins known and unknown. And then knowingly repent those things that you know. Say them out. Lord, I repent for lust. Lord, I repent for stealing. Lord, I repent for gluttony. Lord, I repent for my my self-righteous attitude. Lord, I repent for... Just being selfish. Lord, I repent for judging others. Lord, I repent for not loving people. Lord, I repent for going to these tarot cards and these 
dark, white, black, voodoo, whoever. Lord, I repent in the name of Jesus. Father God, I repent for my sins, known and unknown. Now I welcome you, Lord. Jesus, I welcome you in my life. Father God, I welcome the son of the son of God in my life. Because the word says when you come to him in prayer and then in, in asking in the name of Jesus, that's when he will then only then he will receive and hear your prayers. I pray that whoever has just received Christ, may God show up in your life like no other. May he show up and show out just so you will know that it's him. In the name of Jesus, not that maybe Father God, may we not be sold on you showing up and showing up, but may we be sold on the fact that you hear us, that you're with us and that you're guiding us, stretching us to the other side. And even when we get to the other side, there's going to be more stretching and revealing of our true selves and the things that we even not even our true selves, the things that we have thought to be our true selves. Father God, may you reveal your layers so that we can become and become and become the ones that you see who we are in the end. Because you are Alpha and Omega. Beginning and the end. Lord, I seal this word in the name of Jesus. And I plead the blood of Jesus over this word. That no attack on their minds, no attack on me because I'm bringing the word forth will even prosper. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for revealing another real life revelation that we can put into play um, and, and apply into our life. May we not just be spectators. May we not just hold ourselves back from being the one who people will spectate and look at. But may we move forth, allowing you to strip it away and stretch. In Jesus' name, I will see and talk to you guys soon. God's willing, peace out. And have a great weekend because it is Friday. And if it's not Friday, I pray that God just amazes you on this amazing day. In Jesus' name, amen. Peace out.